0: Everybody. Welcome back to the Dual Screens Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen Fontana, and with me as always, he's in that other box, he's Andy Essamakis. How are you doing, Andy?
1: I'm feeling entrepreneurial.
0: Oh today. That's a big word. That is an SAT word. It Please is. use it in a sentence other than the one you just said.
1: Um I would like to be entrepreneurial most of the time, but I'm too lazy. <laughs>
0: Okay and the the, the ending of the that sentence so. yeah okay all right so you, you do have a very good understanding of the word right. entrepreneurial i'm very i'm very <laughs> proud of you joining us this week Raresh Sindeza i think i got that right and mm-hmm. Iona Shopov. let's That's nail such, it there we go gummy Dude, stu- you got to do it you got to do it slowly because uh, mm. we're dumb Americans. Gummy Cat Studio, developers of Bear and Breakfast. That's right, you heard that right. Bear and Breakfast, a laid back management adventure game where you build and run a bed and breakfast. But of course, you are a bear. Welcome to the show. Hi.
2: Hello. <laughs> <this is> <laughs> a...
0: That was the best intro ever. I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very yeah. excited for this because the second we saw this, I don't even remember where. Was it the humble? Was it humble? It- it may have been this? at the Wholesome game. Yeah, I don't know yeah,
1: yeah, where, yeah. Right. where it came across my desk, but I was like, this is already
0: game of the year. Whatever year it <laughs> whatever Any year. It's the <laughs> game of any year. It's Any one of these years coming up, it, it would be the D-O-T-Y. For those of you that are new here, including our guests, uh, this is the <laughs> Dual Screens podcast, The Worlds and the Internet's number one indie developer interview podcast. Hosted by two people you've never heard of, probably. The show posts each and every Friday for your listening pleasure on your podcast service of choice, including our home Podbean.com, and of course we're on everything else: iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, your sister's ass. We're everywhere. I'm telling you, we're everywhere. Anywhere where you can get podcasts, we are there. And of course, the video version on YouTube.com/slash Dual Screens TV. And if you want to support us with your hard-earned cash dollar bills, as little as one dollar. You can go to patreon.com slash NDS podcast. And we want to thank our Patreon producers, Colton, the apprentice Nestler and FNH Paul and Vegas girl on fire. We cannot continue to grow without all of your support. So thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, We love you very much. And now, Andy, Mm. we're just going to get we're going to go right in here. We're going to get some marmalade. Mm -hmm. We're going to wake up, wipe the crust out of our eyes, Mm -hmm. get some coffee right Mm -hmm. here. Nice. And we're going to serve off some delicious questions we are hit us up with our first question here the appetizer as it were
1: this is a uh a bit of a multi-pronged attack here. Oh,
0: oh attack so okay
1: we, we need we need a, we need a proper setup first okay? just bear with him yes <laughs> the so first of many bear puns yes <laughs> yes, to yes. Come. <laughs> speaking of bears the our, our main bear is named hank
2: mm-hmm. okay correct
1: so yes or no question okay i think the answer is gonna be uh yes but we'll see how it goes does hank the bear have any shame
2: hmm mm. i hmm mm. i suspect where this is going
1: i think i think you do a little bit interesting <laughs> uh let's
2: let's just say yes hank okay. the bear does have shame
1: so shank so shank so hank has some <laughs> shame <shit. laughs> So Hank has uh, a little bit of shame. So Hank represents what I like to refer to as the Donald Duck conundrum. He is a a bear that is wearing a hat. And his cohorts, one in particular, who is a cat or a fox or some sort of feline, four-legged thing, is like fully clothed.
2: Mm-hmm. is like d-
1: dressed to the nine has like a jacket some sort of some redress thing shirt going on right so is hank walking around completely naked to his other forest
2: friends uh well actually that is a choice that you as the player get to make <laughs> oh mm. so I see. Mm. okay actually you can project your own level of shame mm-hmm. of or shame. absence <laughs> of On Hank and choose to be Buck Wild, but um, yeah. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Yeah, because you know Donald Duck wears a shirt, no pants. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so does Yogi Bear. Wait, wait. But then, but when he goes in the shower, has the towel around his waist. Right. So that's the conundrum.
0: Right. What are we trying to hide about about people? The, the, this is a can of worms. I didn't think we were going to open at the yeah. top of the show, but I, I, you know Tell we're me. here. We're here. Now well, this is what happens when I play a game for the first time. I, and I, yeah, I have a deep, <laughs> deep question here. Was yeah. it? What, were you slapping yourselves in the forehead that you didn't have the foresight to name the studio Gummy Bear Studio?
2: That's that's an an equally good question. Uh, <laughs> Well, actually, G- Gummy Cat was chosen just because the URL was free, and I was like, "Wow, mm. how did how did no one make gummy cats for sale yet?" Mm. And how they did they not snatch this?
0: How up long yet? before our first cat starred game out of Gummy Cat? G- gummy Cat Studios, cat and cat and well, well, let's see, let, let's think about this. Cats, I have I have had cats my whole life. I know they are particular assholes um so they're not running a bed and breakfast what kind of a cat dmv that's what they would run the department of motor vehicles just that that's that's what i could imagine a cat and it's running. called catastrophe yeah, catastrophe i'm sure
2: yeah. <laughs> they they do something bureaucratic for sure they De- just they are definitely they'd have to display their indifference somehow
0: thankless loveless job where they're in control of everything that the person, the customer goes in. Anyway, let's get let's get back into focus right. here. What Before- is Bear and Breakfast? <laughs> let's get into the nitty gritty here. Tell our listeners if they don't know what Bear and Breakfast is, what is it? What what kind of video game is it? What are the players doing?
2: So Bear and Breakfast uh, is a well, you like I I can read off the internet, but I I'd like to. Kind of no, I want to, to know ima- from your brain. Yes. Just I want to yeah, just add ima- it. I want to imagine that I'm at a show because we're yeah, that's correct. This, well, you are. Airport. You are
0: on a show. I I don't know if you know. It's yeah. called the Dual Screens Podcast. It's on youtubecom slash TV every Friday. I'm very Lovely. happy
2: to yeah. be here. <laughs> bear and Breakfast is a management adventure game where uh obviously you play as a bear that's trying to uh, run a B&B and be like a nice host and uh, take in people and like. know give them a good time taking their money and then being able to do that in this you know capitalistic hell that we live in sure and that apparently they also live in yes um and there's no direct comparison because we're kind of mashing a bunch of themes and a bunch of styles and genres Uh. but we kind of take a lot of inspiration from games that we grew up on and some of them Older games like uh there was a game called Theme Hospital that I really mm-hmm, loved growing mm-hmm, up mm-hmm, as a kid. And mm-hmm. I think they make a they made like sort of a spiritual remake called two point, two Hospital, points, yeah. Which, yeah, yeah. Which is also really cool. Um, and there's like uh some games that were really influential on us. Uh, for instance, from a story or just narrative perspective is Night in the Woods, which also animal protagonists, things like that. There's a little bit of Great that game. in there. Yeah. Um, less, less so, uh, games like Stardew Valley, for instance, which is more like life sim trying to, um, I don't know, grow out something and find, uh, relationships and grow relationships with people in the village. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit less than that. We focus more on just going out, exploring, meeting interesting characters and taking in their story. And then the management part where you actually have to run, run the place and get good reviews and earn money and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, it reminded me a little bit of *Spiritfarer* in that way, um, where you're kind of just meeting these very interesting characters, and just that that leaned a little bit more heavily into like their individual stories, and like those beca- became became yes. the, the the proverbial carrot at the end of the stick. But like that that's kind of what it reminded me of is like these whimsical characters that you're just getting to know, um, being being a good any any good host or hostess or whatever um whether it be a bartender or you know whatever your local uh, family that runs the inn, the local inn or whatever they all know a lot of people and they remember yeah. everyone very like,
2: in sorry no me to interrupt but specifically mm-hmm. about spirit fair um mm-hmm. it's very interesting i read or listened to an interview with them with the creators uh initially their game also started out with oh you just fairy people or in general like these amorphous blobs sort of like a business and then they realize well no the interesting part is telling the story of the you know the creatures you meet the spirits you meet yeah. etc cetera. Uh, and we went completely the other way we kind of reached that same impasse at one point and we were like mm, do we want to care about the guests actually or do we see them more as you know parts of a factory i guess and since we are animals and these are people there's sort of like, we have a little bit of liberty to be like, well, all people are bad or all people are crap and like, you get to make them comfortable if you want to, or you get to not make them comfortable. You just, you know, give them the bare minimum, just give them a a bed a and bare nothing minimum. <laughs> Yeah. We need a,
3: we need a tally or a counter you know, yeah. for, for the bear puns until this well, is over.
1: Now yep. that we know what this game is what are your roles in helping bringing this game to life? You go first.
3: No, me? Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, sure, so, <laughs> uh, so uh, I am the uh, lead artist uh, for bed Be- and breakfast. Um, I handle all of the um, visual stuff that goes into the game. I don't do um, everything, but I, I like to say that everything kind of passes through my um, my computer before going into the game because um, we do collaborate with some other artists, some freelance uh, animators and uh, character designer, lovely, amazing people. Uh, and I kind of pull everything together and also do a lot of the environment stuff and the technical uh, implementation of the art in the game. and. Uh, make the game. Uh my tagline is I just I make the things and I put them in the game. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that is so that's, lovely. Uh, yeah, that that that's uh, that's what I do.
2: She is solely responsible for the absolute beauty that the game is right now. Um it's very nice. <laughs> in terms of environments and everything and all the objects, it's it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh and I uh sort of uh I'm officially called the game director. I do a lot of uh, trying to steer the ship as much as possible. Uh, I'm also the, the company founder but the company exists for the game it right now it's kind of you can kind of equate the two um, and I wear a lot of hats like you kind of have to do in in indie games these days and I'm the UI designer um, and the UI artist I also, i am a narrative designer and writer on the game i also do a bunch of marketing stuff like social media mm-hmm. posts not not by myself but some of them at least and everything else that's not really glamorous in, in in the game life like business development and things like that.
0: but they are a necessity one might call them the bare necessities <laughs> number three how number long until it gets unbearable
1: <laughs>
0: <Number four. laughs> um i actually uh, i had a, i had a question before the pun came in and then randy you go uh, it's gonna it's gonna come it's gonna come back but it the the pun kind of you know there's only I, so much room inside the brain for stuff you, you know, know what
1: I, mean? I i i feel like I, I need to address something before it leaves my mind okay i got it i got it over okay that is why is there so much garbage in this forest. I think, <laughs> yeah.
3: I think it's because um, the, a lot of this game, uh, a lot of the setting, like the world, is inspired by a lot of what me and uh, Rarish have seen throughout our lives in Romania, mm. and uh, it's just kind of part of the. <laughs> it's part of the experience um, mm. g- because I think so. Romania has all of these very beautiful forest and a lot of uh, very inspiring scenery. And we have like the seaside, the mountainside, a lot of the environments in the game um, are very directly inspired by things that I've like taken photos of uh, on trips around the country. And, you know, you see these beautiful landscapes and then you look a bit closer uh, and you see all of this garbage piled up and um, all of these um, like former communist uh, tourist like tourist complexes that are abandoned and in disrepair, and um, that's just kind of like the local, <laughs> that's the local vibe, the local aesthetic of the place.
0: No,
1: yeah, Stephen, yeah, Coney Island is cleaner than this game.
0: Oh wow, okay. Well, Coney Island has trash cans. We, right. We, we well, at least get, we at least put that though, put those there. <laughs> um, so I, I remember the question, and this is something that we we get that I hear a lot from developers. Why is there a specific UI artist? Why is the mm. UI always separated from the rest of the art? And and, and mm. I don't wanna say always, but a lot of the time you hear, oh, I do all the art, oh, but I don't do
2: the UI. Well, why is that? It doesn't have to be, but it, it requires a specific set of skills that um, it's easier to explain uh, by explaining our background a little bit. Um, both Iwana and I used to work in advertising before this, uh, like for a solid, I don't know, six, eight years or something, um, where there's kind of like (laughs) 10
3: on my part.
2: Yeah, a lot too much. Uh, there's kind of a very clear distinction in there where you have a graphic designer that does graphic design. You have an art director that's sort of more of a, uh, jack of all trades. And you have an illustrator who obviously does illustration and, uh, all of them, like can probably do what the others do, but not as well. And it's sort of the same in game development. Um, just because I have a art director slash graphic design background, I think a lot more like, for instance, I've done a lot of prints, uh, as in printed books or magazines and things like that. And you have to, there's a lot of, uh, science and things you have to learn grids and placement and where your eye goes and how you read things and how you, all of that, which sort of translates into UI design, user interface design. There's a lot of actual science that goes into user interface design as well. But if a lot of the time as an artist, most of your skills have been honed towards, you know, figuring out good line art and practicing that and practicing color and the uh, color theory and whatnot, and figuring out how to render stuff. So they look beautiful, etc. Maybe you haven't really gone in all of the areas that I guess art can, can go, especially on a technical level. Mm. So in our case, obviously I could do what Iwana does, but a whole lot worse. And <laughs> Iwana could probably do the UI just much better than I could do the rest of the art, but. It's nice. It,
3: that- it, yeah, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be fun to use for the player. Probably, it would have a lot of structural issues. The, the UI
0: UI has uh, the UI has a lot of functionality to it. Exactly. Um, whereas movement and fluidity of the characters, while it, it has it's, it, serves a function. It's not a it's not a um, gameplay function. As it were, yeah. it's not, it's it's exactly. a lot of information that you need to convey to the player. So it's just easier. Yeah. It's, you're thinking of it less a, as a piece of art, but more like a technical aspect of the game. Yeah. So it's more like, before would that be, before accurate? I
2: make any you know pretty things up here on screen in terms of ui i have a bunch of wireframes like just black and white boxes upon boxes upon boxes right like why do you go here how does this expand does this need a scroll wheel how much content will there be here will there eventually be enough content that it you know can be bigger than the box should i make the box bigger etc etc there's a lot of technical things that have to go on top of you kind of have to test it out or at least guess as well as you can how the player will kind of interact with this. Does this placement make sense? Will they know to look here? What do other games do? How are players kind of educated so far in using these things? And that can take a lot of the fun out of doing art for some kind of artists. For me, it's very fun. For Iwana, isn't it? That is isn't. is. Yeah, So no. mm-hmm.
3: I would. I would rather do anything else. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that was a very specific game
0: dev question, but it's a question that I've always wanted to ask and I always forget to ask. Andy, let's get back into Bear and Breakfast.
1: Well, yeah, I was going to say, speaking about technical details and gameplay, what does the core gameplay loop look like in this game? How are we creating and running our our B and B?
2: So, uh, initially, one of the sentences that that I used in like the very first pitch for the game uh, was imagine it's an RPG, but the cabin is the character and you're adding things like imagine that the rooms and the furniture are sort of like the equipment that just. Clicked. Um, wow. <laughs> mm. Holy shit. <laughs> um, that used to be the case, but it gave us some, some interesting problems and we had to kind of scale back a little bit uh, traditionally in management games. You, there wouldn't be like a character that you control to then also kind of set up the management part. And that's a big issue we had. And uh, traditionally, management games, you'd have level one, kind of simple, level two, a little bit more complicated, level three, and gradually introduce things. Um, we didn't want to have that. We just wanted to have a cabin that you gradually unlocked the... I mean, not a cabin, a sort of resort with a couple of cabins that you just gradually unlocked and were able to use more and more space uh, to kind of build more and more room types. And like you start off with bedrooms, but you then have to give them bathrooms and dining rooms and kitchens and whatnot. And um, to answer your question, that's kind of where we are now where um, since we also have the adventuring part, we kind of wanted to marry the two things and also do levels. So now it's no longer just one resort with multiple cabins. You're actually going to have uh, a few areas and in almost every area, you're going to start off with a small dinky shed maybe, mm-hmm. and you only have access to bedrooms and you're taught this is how bedrooms work. I'm sure you know, but this is how they work in this game, make a few have guests come over, earn. X amount of money, move on to the next one. The next one, and eventually, what we want to happen is reach that multiple houses, multiple stories, like dozens of rooms going on at the same time. Maybe close to a hundred guests flying in and out, and having like, like sort yeah. of like an, an ant farm sort of vibe, where you're constantly making money and fixing problems and and things like that.
0: What kind of problems do you get? Do you, yeah, uh,
2: show up? Like, what are the things that you're gonna have to fix as your uh, your bear here? so um first off the main thing you have to look out for is how you initially build the cabin there you can build rooms and then you can control all of the objects you p- place in those rooms there's objects that are mandatory they're like well a bedroom requires a bed obviously a bathroom needs a sink a toilet and a shower for instance but then everything else that's decorative that's kind of up to you um and guests will come in and they'll ask oh um I want this level of bed. I want a bed that's this quality, Uh, especially in the first levels. They won't really want much, but later there'll be guests with bigger expectations that want a very nice comfy bed. And you'll have to provide them with that bed if you want to get, you know, the money and the good score and whatnot. So that's the first aspect. You have to build bedrooms that have all of their levels and items appropriate for the guests that you'll be accepting because you get to pick which guest goes in which room. So there's a little bit of strategy involved. You can make a room that's really pretty, that's really, really nice, that's really good, and you get to pick like the highest grossing guest out of a list of the queue that of people that wanna live there and you just go, you stay in this room, you're taking care of, everything is nice. Mm. The and VIP suit. The VIP yeah. suit, exactly. Mm. And then for everyone else, you can just make like a two-by-three room with just a bed. and maybe a light if you're generous and whatnot yeah just, you know, the rich keep getting
0: out. richer you hear this andy
1: yeah this? Well, andy, well i'm wondering what does the bear need money for ah what you does it do have to... to play the that, game that goes into out. that goes
2: into spoiler territory a little because, bit. because
1: uh, i'm just gonna do a quick setup here you're a bear and then you meet some old lady who was like oh help me restore like my run down decrepit shack yes. and make it like <laughs> into a like a you know a money maker and the bear they don't speak it makes bear noises it literally says bear noises on the screen so they don't understand each other and now it's like money is involved so many layers
2: (laughs) hank doesn't worry about the money as far as as long as he can make the next piece of furniture and the next room, why, that, that's why all he, he cares about.
0: Why wouldn't he just eat the old lady? Because then he doesn't get to run a bear and breakfast, man. Like, come on. yeah. It he, sounds like a lot of work. He's got for, a vision <laughs>
1: for, for a paper that has no meaning to him whatsoever.
0: I mean, uh, it, it,
1: it lets him fulfill. At least so, so, so I think it's a guy in a bear costume. I figured it out. <laughs> Calling I, it now. I figured it out. <laughs>
2: i'm pretty sure one of the first like very very first paper pitches before like just talking to friends was like oh what if you uh had a bear run a bed and breakfast but the guests were the breakfast like yeah, that yeah was one i remember of the that original oh my goodness. ideas but it oh shit. you saw us good. on the wholesome direct i think you yeah. didn't see us on the whole yeah. the no i yeah. feel like there's like
1: a chance for like some halloween dlc content at some point in the new I like, there you do a, go. A, do a spooky take on this. Like, now you just eat the guests. That's the mini game. You do you do get now. to go
0: on a salmon, uh, tra- like a what do they call it? The salmon run. The, you know, like the, the salmon run. Yeah. Si- sitting at the 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 little waterfall and watching, and trying to catch salmon. Is that a thing you do? How do you get food? How does the bear get food for his bear and breakfast? Where does the breakfast part come from?
2: Do you just um, order it?
0: Does he just order stuff from like a local distributor? Is he going out there hunting for stuff? Like, what's happening here?
2: No, it's usually scavenging. There's things that you find by just scavenging, exploring. I mean, it's a woods. You find a lot of stuff in the woods. Mm-hmm. And there's also shopkeepers. We don't put a lot of um, emphasis on on this part specifically. Like we don't, we found out that it can get kind of frustrating to have to, uh, oh, no, my guest will go without food, so I'm not going to earn money, and it feels like it snowballs into a bad thing. So we make it pretty easy to find basic uh ingredients to just make the basic kinds of food right. and then later it's more like a stretch a strategic choice because you also have shopkeepers that can give you access to like for instance you can't really find butter in the in the woods mm. but you can get to buy it with the money you've earned from other guests to hopefully make even more money and and snowball in a positive way. Uh, we used to have fishing. Like I really, really wanted to uh, put in fishing because I wanted to flip the script on all of these life sim games and the fishing mini games, which sometimes were infuriating for me. I absolutely despised the fishing mini game in Stardew Valley, even though a lot of people loved it. I, it it was very infuriating, especially at the start. Uh, and I wanted to kind of make a make a little bit fun of those kinds of mechanics by uh, just making a mini game where you slap fish or something out of the water like bears, <laughs> like like bears do instead of having a pole and everything but I'm, right. I'm i'm not completely sure we'll be able to fit it in for for the 1.0 launch might mm. be dlc
1: what what does a fail state look like in this game how bad can things get where it's like
2: sorry you're just a bear you should be running a business <laughs> go back to the woods <laughs> um I don't know if I'd call it a fail state. We are also kind of chill be- just mm. because I'm part of why um, I want to make this game is because I know a lot of people who would be into these sort of management games because there are areas of your brain that get a lot of satisfaction from just having a little bit of you know caring for something like this and putting things together like right. this, but then there's some innate stress to it all trying to always make sure you do better and better and not fail and whatnot and i wouldn't say there's a real fail state it's more like things will be slower the less care you put into things the less care and attention you put into exactly how well and how strategic you are in building your places up um you'll just earn less money over time and you're not really going to go bankrupt or anything, but it's just, you're going to progress slower. So Mm. if you get bored, the best way to do that is just pay attention to what the things do and then learn the things and try to improve like the scores you get and, and things like that.
0: Iwana, as a artist, um, you've drawn many things and I'm sure you've drawn many things that did not make it into Baron breakfast. Now, so many things, so many things. Now, (laughs) I, you, I'm you. i sure you have a lot of creative freedom. You said, hey, I drew this thing. Uh, I thought this could be in the game. So I'm going to ask you a very specific question here. A question that is asked uh, over the course of, of probably generations. Okay. Does a bear shit in the woods?
3: Um, well, obviously, the answer is yes. Where, mm. where, where else okay. would he... Do that. Um, I've yet to draw actual shit
0: uh, for the game, but now
3: that you mention it, I definitely think we should have some.
0: Does Mm. he, does Hank use the facilities (laughs) of the Baron Breakfast or does he also shit in the woods? These are very important questions.
3: I, I like to think that he uses the little outhouse okay. that I, okay. I, I I made for the prototype and that I'm still very fond of and that currently has no place in our game currently, um, currently but right. I like to think that uh, he he uses the little outhouse. Um, but yeah, like I I could definitely draw some little little droppings yeah. shit. Yeah, little like bear little could, bear
0: shits. Little yeah little, yeah. Little, I think it little poo bear as it were. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Um yeah I, I don't think I've ever drawn little like piles of poo.
0: Yeah. Well, now. I mean that really... maybe maybe so here's the thing. Here here we go. Now this is going to go to Raresh here because you're you're the you're the director of this thing. So the the more this the more Hank shits in the woods, the less attractive the barren breakfast becomes. So you just added a mechanic here to this where you need to teach poor Hank <laughs> To use no. the outhouse because he his instinct is to shit in the woods. You understand? <laughs> I mean,
3: I, you I, should write I, that down.
0: Write that down. Think, that one's free. That one's free. I, yeah, I one's
1: think free. you're bypassing the obvious thing. Okay. Here, Steven.
0: Yes. What is that? You're you're adding a new
1: resource to the game. Oh. So you're gonna have to incorporate that somehow into. You know,
3: like of- like like in Don't Starve when you have to gather yes, the yeah. little poop to mm-hmm. fertilize the plants. Yes. yes.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. It's very interesting that in the span of five minutes, uh-huh. we actually, uh, right live on this podcast, you went through the exact same, uh, sort of mindset we had a couple of months ago where we actually turned garbage into a currency, there exactly is, yeah. th- going through things like there this, is. because we have a mechanic where guests come in and they have a random chance to just leave garbage on the ground. Wherever in the cabin, in the bathroom, doesn't matter. They just leave garbage on the ground and it creates a negative effect on your decoration and whatnot. Mm. And you go around picking up the garbage and we realize, well, this feels good in the long run, let's say if you clean everything up, but if garbage keeps piling up, it doesn't feel as good anymore. And we just realized, well, we can just turn it into a currency and let you buy stuff with it, for instance, decorative stuff. That also increases how good the cabin is because it's decoration stuff is better than garbage. Obviously, like it's the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Please tell me that the
0: thing that you are using this currency for is a raccoon.
3: Of course it is. Yeah, that's what I was, was going to say. You, <laughs> you, you, that's yeah, the shopping mean, yeah. Yes, obvious. <laughs> because <laughs> the next step in what Laresh was saying was that, oh, and we also have this very cute, lovable raccoon character that we had already kind of written into the story. And it would be a great fit for him because he's a, a trash panda. So, yes,
0: oh, that's wonderful. It just makes
3: sense. It just clicked. Yeah, oh
0: man, I want to hug this video game. I've never wanted to hug a video game before, but yes, yeah. this, this I want to hug this game.
1: It's so so sweet. Isn't uh, it?
0: That's weird. That's you a wanted, weird sensation ever, to dip, have, Andy. Yeah,
1: did <laughs> you ever find yourself like as you're doodling these adorable bears and forests, creating like gameplay mechanics or things in your head you take back to even say hey i was drawing this thing and this idea came to my mind How, how much can you input on the gameplay side of things as the artist
3: so uh for me personally so there was never um there was, there was never a moment where I felt like I didn't have the uh, freedom to just mm. come up with stuff and then just uh, come to Raresh and the rest of the team and be like, hey, I had this idea. Mm. However, I should mention that this is the first time that I'm working as an artist on a game. Mm. And I, like most of the time that I spent uh, trying to, like working with the game was not uh, just drawing, but also figuring out how to, Translate what I was drawing in Photoshop and other uh, pieces of software Mm. into unity, uh, because that in itself is like pretty challenging if you've never done it Mm. before if you aren't familiar with like uh, unity or unreal or any type of engine like that it's, it's pretty difficult so. I didn't really get the chance to sort of figure out game mechanics because I spent a lot of my energy trying to figure out how to how to put the beautiful things that we were Mm. creating in concept into the actual uh, game world. Um, And I had to figure out like that in itself was a very big adventure. There were a lot of uh, hoops that I had to jump through um, to figure out how to uh, you know, there, there's also like this dimension of of resource management when you're working in game development, where you can create like a, a a beautiful image in Photoshop with hundreds and hundreds of layers and super high res, so you can see it on 8K, super crisp. But you can't do that in a game that's supposed to run on different systems and it's supposed to run at 60 FPS and it's supposed to do a lot of things that a static image or an animation aren't supposed to do. So you have to kind of figure out how to take all of that and sort of fit it into these very uh, rigid uh, game development systems. So that's where I had, I, I feel like the most input in, in, I wouldn't call it game design Mm -hmm. like mechanics, but how the game works, how it's built, Mm, uh, technically
0: speaking. So as an artist, you kind of, you have, sorry, Andy, you, you have to figure out the technical aspects of the art as well as just the visual aspects of yeah
3: because 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 in larger teams like in studios and large studios there are uh, teams of artists specifically uh in charge of doing the technical art so taking all the concept art all the beautiful sketches right. and doodles and stuff and figuring out how to put them in the engine and make them look like they are supposed to look but in a small indie team where each of us wears like seven hats um we just juggle them uh every day um I have to kind of take on the same, that role as well as drawing the the environment stuff. And there are things that are easy uh, because this is a 2D game, so there are instances when uh, what I draw and how I, how it looks in engine is like pretty one-to-one. And then there are things like the character animations where uh, we, and I don't want to get too technical and please stop me if if this is getting too boring, but initially we wanted to do it the easy way where most game devs do it like sprite-based 2D animation. You just kind of draw each frame and then you export each frame and uh, chain them up into a nice animation. We figured out that that for us wasn't going to work because of the resource management issue because we ended up with like really large sprite sheets and stuff like that, and we had to figure out a system to uh do a lot of characters a lot of humans that check into the bnb you know they have to have their own little outfits and you have to get a sense that this world is alive and that the people coming in aren't just the same npc um over and over again and so we had to figure out an animation system that would allow us to do that and stuff like that can get very complicated very fast Mm. so yeah
0: that's why i don't do anything under the hood of a car andy that's why <laughs> that is, that is the exact reason why yeah.
1: you, me- you mentioned a 10 year stint in advertising and yeah. I'm drawing for a game. What got you into game development? What made you want to make that shift into this whole different sort of career in a sense?
3: Um, well, mostly me and Raresh, we've always kind of talked about this in a way because um, we're both very uh, fond of games. We like playing games. We like uh, talking about games and uh, we've worked together for like a few years before we started working on this game. We used to work together on other projects like we did animations and visual identities mm-hmm. for like festivals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. and. I think that even though it's a really nice uh, industry to work in, like it can be a nice industry to work in, it's it comes with its own like challenges and frustrations and especially in a country like Romania, which is kind of still, like the industry itself is kind of still growing here and it, it's it, it comes with its unique sort of sets of challenges to do this in Eastern Europe. And we both kind of kept bouncing this idea around like, you know, we could totally make a game. Like you can draw pretty things. Like I have all of these ideas for gameplay. Why don't we just make a game? And at first <laughs> it was like this joke that we would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. We'll, we'll just quit our jobs and I won't do freelance and we just make a game, right? And, right? and, you know, when you say something like as a joke and you say it often enough and it kind of becomes like this actual thing and... That was kind of it like I know it's not a very inspiring story about. Oh, it I is, ch- it really is. I that changed is. my career completely after 10 years in advertising. I found my passion for games. so no, it was just like, yeah, why don't we just make a game? You know, like how hard can it be? <laughs> now, <Yeah. laughs> like, little did I know at the time how hard it can be. Um, it's like making the sausage is so much harder than just eating a sausage,
0: right? This is very true. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah. Um, I think it might be time to transition to our rapid fire section. Andy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And you know where Here I'm starting with this one. Okay? I mean
1: the the bear shit woods thing. I think
0: <laughs> was
1: the best one. So
0: well, yeah. I, I mean it was, it was it was important. Okay, it, it was important it was, to me to know it it it, it it couldn't wait because it's kind of like when people say wait. you know. When you go, hey, did you, uh, you know, you had breakfast today? And you're like, well, does a bear shit in the woods? Like, of course I had breakfast. Or is the Pope Catholic? Of course. But no, but in this in this situation, maybe the bear doesn't shit in the woods, Andy. That's all I'm saying. I just wanted to get down to the nitty gritty there. But I have a question for you. All right. This is a two-parter. You're each going to have a chance to answer this question. Okay? Mm-hmm. Roresh, you wake up in the morning. You got your coffee or your tea night ready to go. You pop your toast in the toaster push the little lever down you're waiting for it to pop and your phone rings and you look at the phone and it's and it's a it's a number you don't recognize but you answer it you pick it up hello and it is the police Mm -hmm. and they have arrested Ioana what was her crime
2: uh well the officer asks me if I can uh hold uh, as uh, they transfer me to the fashion police department. Oh, I and, see. <laughs> and tell fashion me that crimes. she's she's been arrested for fashion crimes against yes. uh, just since. <laughs> and it's human common
3: decency, decency yes.
0: she's,
2: she's assaulting people's eyeballs with her with her
0: clothing
3: you know he's such a hypocrite he complimented my mom jeans today i at least i think it was a compliment i'm not sure but it was the backhanded compliment yeah it's, like, it's it was not probably, really yes it was probably i wanted to believe it was
0: legitimate this is, compliment. This is just
2: coming from a person who uh, exclusively wears black t-shirts and black pants and nothing else Some
0: people people make some people made a good living that way, Raresh. Uh, Iwana, what was Raresh arrested for?
3: Uh, he turned he turned himself in for jaywalking, most
0: probably. Jaywalker.
3: He yeah, but he he's the he's the type like he's lawful good to the bone. He would jaywalk and then he would present himself to the police and be like, "Officer, I would like to report a crime." (laughs) I was the perpetrator <laughs> <laughs> i crossed that street when i shouldn't
0: have oh <laughs> all right uh, yeah. so we, uh, you we know you, you got a wholesome heart there raresh even though you're a heartless bastard when it comes to uh fashion sense got it yeah, no. <laughs> got it you no tolerance for fashion transgress transgressions andy yeah uh raresh so let's say that many years from
1: now Yuwana's like, "You know what? We made a couple of great games. We've had a mega success. I want to transition again and become a pro wrestler." <laughs> and oh. she has ta- she has tasked you with naming her character. Oh, what do you name her? What is her wrestling name? Uh, and wow. Iwana, you want to you want to get ready because we we'll, we'll flip it. Yeah, 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 I'm uh-huh. so
3: thankful for being second. <laughs> 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 Thank you, guys. <laughs> I appreciate it. I hope you receive that twenty dollars. <laughs> I'm just,
2: I'm just gonna like take advantage of her geography, like geography, geographical location, and just say she'll be the red babushka.
1: Ooh. Oh, I that's like so that. Nice. I like that. It's a little menacing. A little bit. There's a, there's a funky word there that most folks can't really pronounce or get their head around yeah i like it a lot the red babushka
3: you can go like crimson babushka and it sounds Ooh, even, that's
1: like, even more menacing
0: mm-hmm. yeah
3: um <laughs> damn you know i i wasted my time <laughs> i wasted i was <laughs> i was enjoying your answer but um i'd say like um hmm, let me just think i i'll i'll just take advantage of the fact that you're like super tall and be like the gargantuan
0: ginger or something like oh, that oh double g <laughs> yeah like gg g- double g oh mm. oh wow we're, we're turning it's not just your your I head ginger your skin is turning a little ginger a little little crimson there a little little crimson i'm sensing a theme here um all right so here here's a quick question it's very simple is breakfast cereal a soup what? I'm cereal confused. and milk. You know, like cereal and milk. Is it a soup? No. Hmm. I mean, what?
3: I, I how, think I'm having a, like an existential crisis right now. How is technical are
2: we going? How, how much time do we have? Do we have a day? <laughs> well, okay. Actually, the, I would say no. The quickest answer is no, because I personally don't heat up the milk before eating cereal. And usually I like soups to be hot. So I Okay. Okay.
0: That's a personal answer. Okay.
3: But that but that's but there's also like gazpacho, which is like a cold soup Uh or avocado cold soup. So I would say no because it's sweet and most soups are savory. So
0: most. Indeed. Indeed. Is there sweet soup? Is there I'm sure there is some sort of raspberry soup i don't know how do is. i know so, I, I didn't do research on these
2: questions i just like to ask them all right i
0: would say no i would say no. no
2: i don't think these are controversial answers like no yeah, i no. think lands us on a majority yeah like, mm-hmm. of people's opinion we're mm-hmm, safe
1: okay. here okay. garçon your finest raspberry soup please <laughs> um all right since wanna liked having time to answer a question. No, Ioana. I said anything. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yes, I'm ready. I'm going to search deep down in my soul and uh, conjure up a question that's been on my mind mm. since watching The Office so many years ago. Mm. And that question is, what kind of bear is best?
3: You know what? I know I should probably say brown bear because hank is a brown bear and mm-hmm. we should mm-hmm. stand hank but mm-hmm. have you ever seen a sun bear they look uh, so a weird
1: a sun bear
3: yeah they look so weird like mm. they look like they real quick? have a hard uh-huh. time existing on this plane of existence they look like the weirdest things and i think that just makes them the best ever oh
0: yeah and the, yeah.
3: they're they're a pair there are sun bears and moon bears and they both look weird oh my god fun. Yeah, and they're the best.
0: Very I cute, think. though. Very cute.
3: Yeah, cute, but in an ah oh, poor thing kind of way. What, <laughs> what
0: happened know. to your body? Why is it so oddly yeah, shaped? Like, yeah, why
3: what? are you like this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> why, did, want... why did the creator wrong you in such a way?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes them the best. I just, you know, I have a thing for <laughs> underdogs.
1: All right. And Raresh, what is what kind of beer is best?
2: Well, <laughs> Ignoring the obvious, uh, office, uh, call back and mm-hmm. not just because I don't want to go into the fact that I've never seen Bell Star Galactica. Um, <laughs> I'm a, I, I'm a big fan of black bears. I think uh, black and that bears is, are, mm-hmm. yeah. That's the answer. Oh,
1: that okay. That, that
2: is that the answer. Is that the answer? Is that the correct way? <laughs> that, is the, that
1: is the correct way. To what, answer, yes. what
2: is a black bear? <laughs>
1: The best two. bear. Oh, now we're playing Jeopardy? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is a question for both of you as well. You are the newest guest in Bear and Breakfast. What food do you require, and what amenities would you like in your room?
3: Well, I would like, and I know this might sound a little weird but Mm. i would like a bowl of pasta with ketchup because that is my Mm. favorite comfort food and i know that is controversial (laughs) i've heard a lot about it but i would like that would be like the food that would be my spaghetti and ketchup meal that i would like and i would like a hot tub in my room where i could eat the spaghetti ketchup
0: I'm not judging you, but I'm very judging you. Yeah, yeah, no. it's fine. Uh, it's you fine. Know.
3: Know.
0: It's Judge
1: fine. away, but like, no. in, when I was growing up, I I guess like, it was too fancy for us tomato sauce. Yeah. But my mom always used ketchup for like spaghetti and meat. Yes. She never used like prig or yes. like ragu. Yes. It was like you had the you know ketchup bottle and you would you know. Yeah. Add, yeah. Add, add, add some water when it was like at the end. <laughs>
3: Steven is having like a meltdown or
1: something. Well, it's, it's, I'm it's, so sorry. It's, but... it's all of his Italian genes wanting to jump yeah, out of his yeah. body and kill me
0: through this look, monitor. Look, look, I have,
3: like, I have part of, like half of my family is of Italian heritage. I, I know. Have, I've I I am
0: having heart palpitations right now. <laughs> like, I'm, 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 <laughs> there are issues right now. Okay. I know. Okay. I know.
3: I know. What's going it's, a, on? it's a great conversation kind of starter, though. Yeah. Like,
0: it's a conversation ender is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it is. But look, Andy is like a kindred spirit. He, know, he yes, understands. I, I understand, know, understand I know. what that's but, but like. But here's the thing. I have context. I understand that Andy is a trash person. I get that. <laughs> trash panda. <laughs> that is the
2: best
3: thing. Like the best type of person.
2: Trash oh. person. Andy. Rarish. Right that's
0: there. You
2: right there uh not to uh endanger stephen's life or anything but okay. con- continue <laughs> on the on the having grown up on this sort of thing uh when i was little and i used to visit my grandparents like way up in the mountains in a village somewhere um there wouldn't be like a lot of things all of the time there would be convenience stores and things like that so there wouldn't be a lot of candy um what we ate as dessert was Pasta that was just boiled and then sprinkled with sugar on top. And that was our dessert. And for <laughs> me, it turns into a comfort food that I would actually have in a in a bare Stephen's face.
0: Steven's face? Stephen's cry hello,
3: 911. I would like to report a crime.
0: <laughs> so in the movie, in the hit movie Elf, when Will Farrell is having his spaghetti with maple syrup, this was this, you went, mm, that looks great. He was, like I was not
2: disgusted. Yeah, I got like, it. I yeah. understood.
0: <laughs> I understood. Okay. I think is I'm the, done with quite my questions this week. I
2: think we're back on me, right? We're back on me. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having us. This yeah. <laughs> so um,
3: you know, you know, they said at the beginning that we would never want them to call us again, but I think the situations are the actually... But the biggest rip- twist was... Yeah. Twist. They will never pick up again. The will really leave this is the <laughs> show. last. We'll hear... Every-
0: um, <laughs> hashtag okay. boycott Baron breakfast.
1: I have... <laughs> I have a fun question. Oh, thank God. <sighs> yes. Um... And you could take it in either way. So, Raresh, let's say you could choose a song to play every time Ioana entered a room. What song would that be? So you could go with a song that's gonna make her feel good
0: and and empowering, mm. or a song's gonna annoy don't the fuck don't her. lead the witness. Don't lead the witness. No,
1: I'm just <laughs> I'm just giving him a nice RPG like get, get the paths. You know, okay, right. you are two roads ahead of you.
2: Oh man, that... you know, how you ask someone what their favorite, favorite color is. And sometimes you just, they just forget what colors exist in the universe. Mm. Like I'm, I'm, I am blanking on, on music right now, but, um, not because of the name, but I would have to say just because of the vibe of the song, I would have to say it would be war pigs.
3: Oh, oh. nice. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay.
3: Like, I really like Nine Inch Nails. I like that. Yeah. I like that. They're my favorite dope. band.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Um, wow, you got a darkness to you. I like yeah. it. <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> yeah, sp- spaghetti and ketchup, Nine Inch Nails. You're like, again, I was, trying, was trying to forget that. Hell rounded he
0: person. <laughs> just bring it right back up. <laughs> I will never let you forget that. Just, just bring it right back up. <laughs> Looks looks like I'm my sorry. wife is trying to escape the, the bedroom behind me. So, uh, we'll get a couple more questions in here and we'll and then we'll 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 get out of here. But uh well, I want to hear yeah, want need, you know. needs to give.
3: Oh. Oh no. Um okay, 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 okay. Um What's that? Wait. Oh, I have this I have it. I have it. It's right there. Goddamn. So much pressure. BG's Staying
1: alive. Oh, okay. that's okay. a good one too. All right.
3: Because he, he, needs that.
0: Yeah. 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 I think yeah. that might have been staying alive, but I got it. I got it. Okay. <laughs> staying
3: alive. Yeah. Staying yeah, alive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. 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 Good times. No, that's good. That's good. Um, all right. Here's a quick one, and then Andy will give you. Oh wait, did you give the last one? That ah, doesn't matter. Um, here we go. Would you rather have the power of flight? or invisibility?
2: Mm. Uh, flight, obviously.
3: Yeah, Okay. (laughs) Okay.
2: It feels like maybe sometime in my childhood, I might have said invisibility, but no flight a hundred percent. Like I can just become invisible by going very far away from you. So flight. Mm. Mm. I see.
3: Yeah. And besides, like, I don't want to know what people talk about when I'm not there.
2: So. Uh, ah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: I don't want that burden. <laughs> it's better not uh, to know. <laughs> should I ask one more, Steven? You, can uh, wrap it you up? could ask one more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A simple one. Pineapple on pizza. Yes or no?
0: These, these heathens yeah. put ketchup and sugar on their pasta. What do you think? <laughs> I mean... It, I don't even like. I don't even know <laughs> like, if I want. I okay, because I'm pro pineapple on pizza. Like I don't. I don't mind if you put. And Andy's vehemently against it. But mm. now I don't know oh. if I'm wrong because <laughs> you're having it's sugar you. pasta, sugar spaghetti, and ju- maybe no, maybe I'm, ketchup I'm, I'm, is different over there. I don't know. But ketchup here is Ooh, no, and it's, so it's good. A, and
3: it's a specific mm. like it's a specific type of ketchup. It's not not just like any ketchup. It's Heinz. Like classic Heinz standard 57. ketchup. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Like that's, that is, that's that is it. One. Yeah. That is the
1: ketchup that mm-hmm. you have to have. There's Anything no cat, else is like, no, no, cats up. no, ketchup. Cats up, no. What the.
0: F- yeah. Straight I don't even
3: Hines. know what that is actually. All I don't have either.
0: that. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't even know if I <laughs> want to know the answer to this next question. It is the final question. It is the most important question, but I don't know if I could trust your answer. Um, I can. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens uh, here. Now, I'm sure you've taken multiple tests in your life. I'm sure you've had a lot of stumpers like, oh man, I don't know the answer to this. You have never had a more difficult question in your life. This is by far the most difficult question you'll ever have to answer. And it's not even close. It's not even close. So I want you to clear your brains and really give us the real estate in the old noggins to really think about the answer for this. It's a simple question. It is binary. It is this or that. It is column A or column B. Very simple. the The question is, Andy or Steve?
3: I'm I'm sorry, but Andy understands like the ketchup thing, so I, I get
0: it. I I'm get kind it.
3: of like I have like a moral obligation. You have
0: to know your own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually, garbage just sticks together, you know. Yeah,
2: it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> you, know. <laughs> you know what, Q-P? Steve? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not gonna do you the disservice of giving you a pity vote, so it's gotta be Andy. Sorry. <laughs> oh, there it is. All right. Mm-hmm. I, I <laughs> swear to God, <laughs> All right. I think. I
3: think, I think this whole thing would have turned out very differently yeah. if we didn't. Bring if you didn't this. eat trash
0: food. Yeah. <laughs> if,
3: if the spaghetti thing didn't just come up, you know.
0: I got it. I got it. I understand. I understand. Mm-hmm. Oh, Andy. <gasps> yes. Your one of your rapid fire questions would be the perfect scenario for them. Would you rather have spaghetti as hair that continues to grow every day? Oh, yeah, or would you rather sweat maple syrup? Maple syrup, yeah. What you could each choose one. That is
3: absolutely Uh, disturbing. Yeah, I wasn't expecting body horror tonight, yeah. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah, Um, I think that
2: works. I
3: would say. I would say spaghetti as hair. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Because, like, if you would sweat maple syrup, like, going to the gym would be really terrible.
2: Also, delicious,
0: according to Raresh's terrible dessert habits.
2: It it would be delicious, and like, I'd be more competitive because I'd have a harder time pulling everything, you know, sticking everything off of me. You'd have an endless
0: supply of calories, though. Yeah. Exactly. But oh, would the spaghetti
3: it. be? Would the spaghetti be like uncooked, like just dry spaghetti, or would it? No, be like no, it's fully spaghetti? cooked spaghetti. Fully cooked oh, spaghetti. fully cooked spaghetti. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, I would want that. Yeah, yeah. just carbs yeah. for and
2: days. And we could we, cook,
3: we could join forces. We could make like maple syrup spaghetti. Are we dessert. talking
2: like just the head hair or like everywhere? Head oh hair. God. Head hair. Anyway, okay okay let's uh, we, don't, we, don't, we
0: don't need that, we don't need like. no pubic fucking f- pubic f- and penny allah ass crack we don't need any of that we don't need any of that <laughs> Andy is deep in thought right now. He, I don't know where he is or what he's doing, but it's scary. I'm just, I'm thinking about all those fun details. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to bring us to the yeah. end of the show. If you want to follow us on social media, I don't know why you would, but we're at dual underscore screens. <laughs> I am at batchild27. Andy is at pants guy. Our Facebook group is facebook.com slash groups slash DS podcast. Our Twitch is twitch.tv slash dual screens streams. Uh, where can everybody find you guys? Where can everybody find Bear and breakfast? Where could everybody find gummy cat studio? Uh, go ahead, take
2: it away. Uh, you can find everything about Bear and Breakfast at our very convenient uh, website called bear.game. And uh, obviously on Steam, uh, you, you can just look it up on Steam and on uh, Nintendo Switch. That's where the game will be launching uh, soon in the first half of 2022. Um, and then for socials, you can follow us at, at Bear Breakfast on Twitter and me personally at EastOclock on twitter as well awesome you oh wanna? and
3: i'm at i'm at grim banana on twitter yeah
0: grim banana um, i love that um, yeah that's a follow <laughs> that, that's what follow right there thank you very much uh you guys this was an awesome show thank you andy thank you listeners thank you viewers and as always please be excellent to each other